Hey, Brad. What's going on, Adam? I got some exciting news. Holy crap, they're making a Mighty Ducks 4? <laughs> no, but now I'm just really upset that they're not. Oh, they should. The exciting news is that beginning Wednesday, August 10th, exclusive About Last Night episodes will be airing on TuneIn. That's right, featuring just Brad and Adam, the original OGs. I know you guys love... The Alien episodes that feature amazing celebrity guests, actors, musicians, incredible people with amazing stories. But starting Wednesday, August 10th, for 12 weeks, Brad and I will be releasing episodes with just Brad and I. Cool. I like those guys. It's going to be great. Uh, And where can people get these episodes, Brad? They can get these exclusive episodes on the website, tunein.com slash aboutlastnight. That's T-U-N-E. I-N.com slash about last night, or you can download the TuneIn app, type in T-U-N-E-I-N, and get the TuneIn app to stream these exclusive episodes, or we also have a player available on aboutlastnightpodcast.com. You can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, click on the TuneIn player, and stream the episodes live from there. We can't emphasize this enough. These are exclusive episodes to onlytunein.com. You can't get these anywhere else. Only available to users of the TuneIn platform. New episodes of Just Brad and Adam. Doing the About Last Night podcast, no guests, just Brad and Adam. Oh, well, maybe Al Pacino. He'll come in and uh, have a couple of appearances. (laughs) And preview his upcoming episode of The Pacino Attempt. The Pacino Attempt, coming this fall. What was it? You kiss you. And then you kiss you. (laughs) That's every Wednesday, starting August 10th, on TuneIn. Brad and Adam, exclusive About Last Night podcast episodes. You love it. You want it. And you can get it starting Wednesday, August 10th. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with me, Adam Ray. And me, Brad Williams. <laughs> you went super high with your voice right there. I don't know what you're talking about. That was very dwarfy of you. Okay. <laughs> Greetings, About Last Night podcast listeners. It's your boy, Adam Ray. I got a question for you. Do you guys travel? I'm sure you do. Everybody travels. Well, not everybody. Sometimes people stay in their basement and play Xbox all day. Well, that's fine, but someday you're going to get out, and you're going to get on an airplane. And when you travel, like Brad and I do, almost every weekend, you run into some issues, right? Especially with your luggage. Sticky wheels, dead cell phones. Well, there's a company out there that is solving those problems and much more. We got involved with a luggage company called Away. you probably heard of them because they're kind of blowing up. What they do, they sell first-class luggage at a coach price. What do I mean by that? I mean Away uses high-quality materials, like other brands, but at a much lower price because they cut out the middleman and sell it directly to you. They've got three sizes in their luggage, carry-on, medium, or the large, and all these suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate materials, which makes them super strength, super durable. They have an interior patent-pending compression system, which is helpful if you like to overpack like I do. Four 360-degree spinner wheels, so it's always a smooth ride. That, for me, is always a big issue with a bag when I get it jammed up, when I'm trying to rush from terminal to terminal, trying to get my Quiznos, not miss my flight. Uh, They've also got a TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft and a removable, washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from your clean clothes. The biggest thing for me that Away really provides is that it can charge your iPhone, tablet, iPad, anything that uses a USB cord. There's also a lifetime warranty, so if anything breaks, they'll replace it or fix it for you for life. For life? What? There's a 100-day trial, so you can try it out, live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. 
And if at any point you're not into this bag, send it back for a full refund. No questions asked. That's a bold move, and that means they're confident in their product. And Brad and I have them both, and we've been using them for months, and it's dope. Free shipping on the away order within the continental U.S., and it's well-priced, $225. And it's well-priced at only $225. A piece of luggage didn't cost more than your plane ticket. Did I mention it has the ability to charge your phone up to five times? What other bag can do that? A lifetime of luggage happiness awaits you. So go to awaytravel.com slash ALN and use promo code ALN to get $20 off your order right now. That's awaytravel.com slash ALN. Promo code ALN during checkout to get $20 off your order. Get that dope bag. Get that new bag. They're blowing up. Get on that train before before they just sell out. And then you can't have a cool bag. You don't want to be that guy. Hey, hey, I, I want a cool bag. Well, you should have you ordered an away bag, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Thursday! Two days away from the weekend. Hope you guys are pumped. I'm pumped. Because I'm in Seattle right now, baby. That's right. Got a week off from Mad TV. Decided to come home, relax with the fam, go to Ken Griffey Jr.'s retirement game in Seattle. He already had his uh, Cooperstown ceremony, but now he's doing it at Safeco Field in Seattle, and I'm, uh, I'm super pumped. I'll probably get emotional. I'm going with a couple buddies. My boys Adam French, Chris DeLeon, and, uh, and my mom and dad. Um, which will be fun, I think. I... First, I was like, Mom, Dad, I asked him individually. I go, you guys cool going and hanging? And they were both like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And I was like, Dad, don't get drunk and like propose to Mom again because you're both married. Just don't get overwhelmed with the emotion of us all hanging out, <laughs> which I said jokingly. And then I was like, what the fuck? Wouldn't that be nuts if that actually happened? That's a hilarious scene in a movie for sure. Some sort of dark comedy with Bill Hader and Glenn Close. Um, anyway, stoked to be home in Seattle. Haven't been home for, for quite a while and, uh, you know, a much needed break. Mad TV has been so fun, so intense, a lot of work. Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, the brand new episode on Tuesday, uh, with Bobby Lee and Ike Barinholtz guest starring. Uh, it was a hilarious episode. I thought it was pretty, pretty tight from top to bottom. Uh, the flow of the show is, is just as key as the sketches, you know, and the length of the sketches and, uh. I thought it turned out really well. So hope you guys are watching. All the episodes are available at uh, CWTV.com. And, of course, CW 9 p.m. 8 Central Tuesday nights. Got a brand-new episode coming up this Tuesday, which I'm really pumped about. And uh, hope you guys tune in. Uh, today's episode is a fun one. Sometimes, you know, we've, got, we've had some pretty big-name people on this show. Uh, and it's usually actors, comedians, musicians. But sometimes, you know, we have on people that are just incredibly um, interesting human beings. And I met our guest today through a friend uh, who was booking a uh, comedy show in Silver Lake. And uh, she was like, I, I hit her weed pen at some point. And she goes, oh, my friend Matthew, uh, this is his company. And I go, no shit, these are amazing. She goes, I'll bring him to the next show. You guys can chat. He brings me, it was his anniversary, and he comes to meet me before he goes out to celebrate um uh, with his girl, and he brings me boxes and cartridges and just a whole setup, and it was brilliantly designed. Um, the packaging, it looked like you opened it like you're opening an iPhone case. I mean, these guys are top-notch. The company is called Bloom Farms. You can get all their stuff at getbloomfarms.com. You know, there's a lot of pens out there. I can't recommend this one enough. Uh, you know, it uh, tasted good. They got a lot of different flavors. 
doesn't reek, so you know you don't uh, smell like like pot wherever you go. It was a, an easy, nice buzz, nothing too crazy, um, and they're killing it right now. So getbloomfarms.com is uh, is where you can find all the info on that. And uh, the guy who uh, who's involved with this company and who I met and then had coffee with to chat about some business ideas. The conversation just um, grew into him telling me some crazy stories about curing himself when he had a brain tumor, about his ayahuasca trips. So I go, do you want to come on my podcast? He's like, sure. We did it. We locked it in. Brad had his mind blown with some of these ayahuasca trip stories that I had heard previously. I heard one of them. Um, but he's just a great dude, uh, a great storyteller, and an inspiring dude because he he's been through some shit. And we have had some comics on who've had some some insane journeys and and have have come out of it on top. And Matthew is is uh, in that world as well. His name is Matthew Geddes. He's our guest today on the About Last Night podcast. And I'm pumped for you guys to hear his story. Uh, of course, there's a lot of laughs in this one. It's a comedy podcast. We're not going to get all serious and deep on you guys, but. Um, but the story is uh, is is intense and uh, and hilarious. Brad's questions during the ayahuasca trip portion were uh, were hilarious, and uh, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So uh, follow Matthew on Twitter at Matthew underscore Geddes G E D D E S. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast at ALN Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray thirty three on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, I'm in town all summer, as I said. Uh, all my tour dates at AdamRayTV.com, a uh, bunch more local shows, uh, Laugh Factory Improv Comedy Store, and then, of course, Bumbershoot in the fall, September, Labor Day weekend, Seattle. Can't wait for that. All my tour dates, AdamRayTV.com. The fall is filling up quick, so uh, come out and see me. We've got <clears throat> Erie, Pennsylvania, Rochester, New York, Vegas, getting some dates for Seattle, Tempe, Arizona. Uh, a lot of good dates. Doing uh, University of Wyoming, September 10th with Adam Devine. So all those dates, AdamRayTV.com. BradWilliamsComedy.com for all his tour dates. Brad Williams will be in Buffalo, New York, August 11th through the 13th at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, go see Brad, August 11th through the 13th. Buffalo, New York, Helium Comedy Club. Uh, HeliumComedyClub.com for tickets. EstoyMerchandise.com for all your ALN merch. E-S-T-O-Y-Merchandise.com. We're having some... Uh, bumper stickers <laughs> made up uh, of those. Well, bumper stickers. I guess just stickers. You can put them on your your backpack or your bumper or your uh, or your body. Maybe get a tattoo. Maybe get an ALN tattoo. No one's gotten one yet. Be the first. If if you get an ALN tattoo of Brad and I, I'm not going to say what's going to happen, but Brad and I will make it worth your while. It won't just be merch. Who knows? Maybe we'll fly out here. Maybe we'll come do a show in your living room. But if you get an ALN tattoo, that's big time. Uh, something to think about. Uh, so, uh, storymerchandise.com for all that. The uh, ET picture, we got some stickers of those that will be made in the next few weeks. But you got your posters, your mugs, your shirts, your hats. Go get them. Come to the show. Support the show. And uh, while you're supporting the show, go on iTunes right now before the intro ends. Give us a five star rating. Click on that fifth star. Comment on the iTunes page. And uh, and uh, that helps us uh, climb climb the charts. So many great guests coming up Blake Griffin, Bill Bellamy. Um, holy shit. A few other guests, Brad locked in from Montreal. It's going to be great. So now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with our buddy, Matthew Geddes. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... 
So you just brought us vape pens, and okay, here, here's the thing that I, I don't think enough of our podcast guests do. Uh, you come, you came in, busted out the backpack, and said, "I, I, I come bearing gifts." Yes, and uh, <laughs> and compliments of Bloom Farms. Yes, compliments of Bloom Farms. I, you're right. This, this is what more guests need to do, Adam. <laughs> More guests need to bring yeah. us shit. Raj Sharma brought us chicken curry, but that's because he's Indian. Yeah. Uh, which is also great. I'm a fan of chicken curry. Yeah, not so, knocking the chicken curry. Yeah. So I, I, you brought us, what are these things, vape pens? Yeah, those are CO2 subcritical oil pens. They're the cleanest and finest on the market. Put that mic closer to you, Maddie. Oh yeah. yeah. That, here we go. All right. Well now, well now I just gotta let me readjust here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well now we I just go. gotta we, we just gotta have readjusted Dennis Hoff, who runs the Bunny Ranch, come on the podcast <laughs> and see what kind of gifts he brings us, <laughs> and then we have a party. <laughs> and then we got a little bit of everything. I like that. Uh, yeah, educate Brad, I guess, and because um, I'm not a weed guy. All right. I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, but you participate. Oh, if I'm at a party and people are passing around, sure. Hell yes, but I've never like sought out. I've never made a deal. I, like I don't know what the hell. <laughs> like if people are like, "Oh, do you want sativa or indica?" I'm like, uh, "Are are those African American twins that you're? <laughs> do I get to have sex with sativa and indica? Is that because that sounds fun to me? Because they're like, no, no, it's a type of weed. I'm like, okay, well, uh, and, but I I don't I don't know the differences. I I, I know sativa. I don't, sativa's I don't know uh, think of sativa as a daytime and indica as a nighttime. It's okay. Okay. As simple as that. Sativa is a high energetic high. Okay. Uh, it's more for creativity in the studio. Uh, when you want to have energy, clean the house. Or a comedian. Comedian. To write go. stuff. There you go. Even okay. Better. And then when you want to dumb down, you hit the indica. The indica okay. Is, you know, it's higher in CBDs. CBDs are what? CBDs. Oh, I can get super shy. Well, Maddie, this is, this, is, this is why you're here, baby. Should I, should go We're going to talk about everything and anything. Okay. CBD sounds like a stat they give to pitchers. Like, oh, he's got a, oh, he's got a pretty good CBD rating. Or, or, or the acronym for uh, like a band that rivaled like SWV or Color Me Bad. You hear about the CBDs? Oh man, they hot. Oh yeah, dude, Color Me Bad's got I want to sex you up, but Sounds CBDs. Like a bad 80s band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The CBDs. <laughs> so what are they? So bottom line, CBDs are what actually allows us to receive cannabis. We actually have okay. cannabinoid receptors built into our body. We're actually born with it. Um, any person who says they have not ingested marijuana in their lifetime is actually a liar because every single human being on this earth is given Delta 9 THC through their mother's breast milk. You hear that, Brooke, my six-year-old niece? That is what, <laughs> that is what sparks the munchies, ladies and gentlemen. What is? The, the THC in the mother's breast milk is what tells a baby, I'm hungry. Without mm -hmm. that, they would die. They wouldn't know what hunger is. That's what sparks the first feeling of hunger for a human is Delta 9 THC in the mother's breast milk. THC titty milk. THC titty milk. I mean, what the hell? that sounds like the best rapper name ever. Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear that new album from THC titty milk? Oh my God. It's got, it it's got sick beats. Wait, that is unbelievable. Yeah. So, so <laughs> CBD, we have actual CBD1 receptors in our brain. Uh -huh. CBD actually allows the neurosystem to communicate. The reason we have bipolar, schizophrenia, Down syndrome is because there's a lot of people that are cannabinoid deficiency. And these aren't other rappers who, who battle THC titty milk, are no, they? No, no. no. These, these, okay. are, these are real deal people. And when you fill those cannabinoid receptors, you're actually giving your body the actual nourishment it needs. Huh. So, 
Wow. Just, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, we're scratching the surface. Okay. Yeah. Hey, scratch. Yeah. I'm good. Well, I, I, so, anyway, long story short, yeah. uh, I, I, I want to know. The indica knocks you on your ass. It's, it's the nighttime. It's higher. Okay. It's higher in those CBDs. It, you know. It, yeah. It, TH, THC receptors. And so, so basically when you smoke weed, you're going back to uh, essentially being a baby when you didn't know that you were supposed to eat and you didn't know you were supposed to be hungry and it like triggers something to be like, hey, you should eat now for your, for your survival. Well, well, yeah, that's hunger. That's the serotonin and dopamine levels and the different okay. – actually, the hunger is the actual side effect believe it or not, of marijuana, which is the greatest side effect in the world. Hungry, happy, and sleepy. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 something like four friends of mine. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've been my friends my whole life, yeah. to tell you the truth. I mean, I mean I've, uh, all, all it needs now is to make you dopey and dock, and then uh, that pretty much sums up everything. Actually, Snow White was written about cocaine. What? Yeah. The seven symptoms of cocaine. Name the dwarves right now. Okay. Uh, Brad? Uh, okay. <laughs> I love how you just turned to me like, well, you obviously know. Well, if it was named the fucking, the, uh, you know, all the Maccabees during. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. They, they, based on the story get, of let's Hanukkah. See, uh, happy. Uh, you get happy. Yeah, sleepy. You get sleepy. Uh, right, yeah. right. Gr- get, get in the fun ones. Gr- uh, grumpy. Grumpy. Uh, 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 bashful. Yeah. Sneezy. Sneezy, yeah. Dopey and Doc. Hey, what's what's a, Doc? What about horny and feely and touchy? <laughs> oh, you mean do, those, those are the ecstasy? <laughs> yeah, that's the ecstasy dwarves. <laughs> Everyone needs a doctor to prescribe, right? Yeah, yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, that 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 one was not Snow White. That was yeah. Snow Molly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. How do, th- is that true? No, no, no. That, yeah, yeah. So shit. wow. All right. So what would be the seven uh, things for uh, marijuana? Uh, hungry. <laughs> hungry. Happy. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah. Confused, a little uh, wild, uh, quiet, uh, very creative. <laughs> SpongeBob, get SpongeBob watching, get along with the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, we should preface um, uh, how we know each other. Yes, which is brief, but I feel like right. um, not. You know, uh, a, a new friendship has bloomed. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. No, farms, it, dude. You're uh, well. Yeah. So you brought in these. All right, uh, Maddie Geddes, Matthew, Matt Geddes, Matt Geddes, Matthew Geddes. However you want to say it, Maddie G. Whatever. Uh, I met you through uh, a mutual friend of ours um, who's a comedian, Kate. Katie Kane. And uh, adorable. Very. The best. We were talking about her pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, told me, um, oh, you should do the show of mine, blah, blah, blah. And she was hitting, I walked out of a show and she was hitting uh, one of your pens. All right. And uh, yeah, uh, which you'll tell us all about. They, uh, I started in this thing and I go, oh, like I have smoked a few of these like pens and this one for whatever reason, I was like, this is... Different, like the, I don't have to press a button. I am like I feel a good buzz, but I'm not like super fucked up. I feel like I can control the amount uh, very easily of what I'm like taking in. The pen is fun to look at. Um, you know, it was handed to me by a very pretty girl. Everything was working in favor uh, for this pen. And then she goes, "Oh, you got to meet my buddy who this is from." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" So she booked me on the show. Uh, you were so kind to come. It was on your anniversary. You came to give me products to basically go like, "Yo, this is like this is who grassroots marketing. This is who I am." Like, get down with it. And in a three minute conversation, I was like, "I need to know more. I need to talk to you longer." So we met up for coffee, uh, and then just just you telling me about your product, and then. You were so, um, I don't know if enchanting is the right word, but uh, goddamn interesting in like 12 minutes at a coffee bean that I was like, will you do my podcast? Because the world needs to know everything you're telling me yeah, right now. And, oh and, and by the way, just so, just so you know, there are, there are comedians who are our friends. 
that come to us and have been begging us for uh, some years to do this podcast, and we're like, "You're not a good fit." Like we were just like, "It's not working." Well, I, I'm incredibly honored. Hi. Yeah. No, it's yeah. So, so the, I mean, the fact, so the fact that you had one conversation with with um, with with Adam, and now it's like, "Oh, you got," because he called me. He's like, "This dude, we're having him on the podcast." So, are you gonna tell me something that's now I'm gonna slip into a a, a DMT coma? And like, is that? Is, <laughs> I, is I that was for this. I was waiting for this to come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you want to know about uh, DMT? Oh, geez. All right. Well, that's a whole other thing. Well, I first, I want to know. I want to know um, where where are you from? First of all, um, born and raised here, California, right. Westlake Village. So you're a Cali boy. I'm a Cali boy, born mm-hmm. and raised. Now, when people say like the quintessential like Cali, like Brad's from Fullerton, right? Yeah. So right. there's Orange the, County. Yeah. The Cali is very, very much inside of Brad. What about you, exudes like Cali? Like, do do you think there is like a person who's like a to typical tell you, to tell you the truth i think what makes california california is it allows you to be who you are it, express yourself as an artist in a sense there's no real judgment here walk down hollywood boulevard yeah, yeah. tell me how many people you see either wearing 10-foot platform shoes dressed as spider-man for the hell of it or yeah <laughs> hey everyone gets along everyone, and that's why i love california. no judgment and that's mm-hmm. what makes me california i'm a lover i'm an artist i'm a buddhist i i don't judge i mm-hmm. can be me and not be judged uh, were you, did you always, uh, like, I don't know, uh, adhere to that, uh, lifestyle? I mean, like high school, middle school, like we always just like, uh, yo man, Cali's chill. Everyone should just go with the flow and be good to each other. I, I've always been that happy guy. You yeah. It's kind of like love everybody. Hey, have a joint, you know, let's all go have fun and party. Well, so in preschool, you were passing out joints. No, no. no. <laughs> I mean, you're like, Hey, do you, you thought your mom's titty milk was good. You should try this shit. <laughs> Try this joint right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. This thing right here. I didn't even tell you that. No, uh, Maddie, stay on that mic as much as possible. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, you can yeah. pull it closer. You can hold I'm, it or like whatever you want. I'm do. like a bouncing Betty. I'm yeah. all over the yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I should hit oh. the Seneca pen. Yeah. I mean, by Boom Farms. <laughs> Boom Farms. I mean, I just first hey. of all, where does the name come from? You know. There's an actual farm up north that is Bloom Farms, and that is where we grow our medicine. It is actually <laughs> grown in an organic field uh, with lots of love and sunlight. And shit. And how long has, has Bloom Farms been there? And how long has it uh, been? The farm has we? been around. It's a family farm. It's been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloom Farms itself has been around for the better of a couple of years. Uh, we're really starting to establish ourselves in northern okay. and southern California. Um, kind of bounced back and forth here, but it's all good. The, uh, the company started well, in for San Francisco. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. How and, many years ago? Uh, two years ago. And uh, weed has been a, a prominent part of your life from the get-go? Uh, weed has been a huge part of my life. Um, I was actually a uh, test run, as you could say, for um, ADHD trials for medical marijuana. Hmm. Um, this was a stat you told me that really sparked my interest. Yeah, I That's was actually crazy. patient number 17, uh, Dr. David Bierman up north. Uh, it's kind of funny because I walked into my mom. I was 17 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, my 18th birthday was about three or four months around the corner. And I walked into my mom's room. I was like, hey, mom, I've been doing some research. And uh, this Adderall you've been giving me makes me feel like I'm on crack. I can't, you know, the little blue pills? Yeah. Adderall, can't do them. They'd... So they were mm-hmm. giving you that because... You're because I have ADHD. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I cannot sit down for the life of me. I'm an artist. Which makes for I the perfect podcast guest. Con- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't keep my mouth against you're, the microphone. You're doing yeah. great so far. Um, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, where was I? So, uh, uh, gave you Adderall. Oh, yeah. You were, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, I walk into my mom's room. I'm like, you know, I looked online and they're doing marijuana studies for ADHD and they're saying, you know, it helps kids. And my mom's always been an amazing woman. She's the best woman on earth. Yeah. Very open. As you would say, she's holistic. She's on the hippie side of things if you really want to break it down. Cool. Mm-hmm. So she kind of looked at me like, are you nuts? And I was like, okay, mom, 
either I'm going to go down when I'm 18 and get this thing, or you can be, I'm going to tell my mom that I want to go get a medical marijuana card, and, you know, you can be part of it. You know, we can do this together. Yeah. She's like, all right, Bonding I'm going to take you to the doctor. He's going to yeah. say no, but... Okay, I'll take you anyway. Thank you for actually coming to me. So we drive down the doctor. We're getting in there. We're in the waiting room, and you know, Doctor Bierman comes out. We sit in the room. He's asking me a few questions. He's like, so you know, when you're in school, what do you do? I'm like, I sit down and I draw. I, all my tests, just draw. No homework. I couldn't sit still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asked me a few more questions, and five minutes later, he goes, Hmm. Okay. Okay. Me and my mom are looking at each other. He goes, You'd be great for a trial for ADHD. And my mom goes, You're shitting. Me. <laughs> And I looked at her. I was like, "Perfect, sign me up." So she signed me up. Got my medical marijuana card right there. My mom's just kind of in shock and all. Like, I don't know what to say right now. Sure. We get home. I run to my room, whip out my stash because I don't have to hide it more. Get out my bong whistle. I'm like, "Mom, we're getting high." I sit my mom down, pack her a fat load, and got my mom high. We got stoned for the first time that night together. We bonded amazingly. Holy shit! Sorry, mom, for blowing you up on air. And how did you bond? It. It just was kind of like she saw me and I saw – kind of like it took all the stress in a way and we were able to sit down together. She, I went out and got a huge thing of Haagen-Dazs ice cream. We sat down and we just fucking laughed for hours. It was great. Dude, uh, so, marijuana, yeah, everybody. Marijuana. 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 Yeah, clap for it. And this is one of the many beautiful things that it's done. But that was like my first real experience on, holy fuck, this plant's pretty incredible. And I don't just mean like, hey, man, I like to get high. My GPA went from a 1.9 to a 4.0. Shut the fuck up. Really? After, after ingesting medical marijuana. And I'm not kidding you. It's, and that it's helped the real you, deal. And I, that I, helped you focus? I was the only kid in high school to have a medical marijuana card. You believe it or not, I had kids trying to pull me out of class. Maddie, go to the store for me. Hey, go. Yeah, you could have yeah. been. Yeah, a, that could have been a side world for you. Could have been, you know, but. Good thing you didn't. I was a, I was a greedy little bastard. I like my medicine. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I could, I could go to school stoned. How many kids do you, can you say when your teacher asked wow. Matt, you, you smell like marijuana? Yes, I do. Are you high? Yes, I am. I'm actually medicated. Uh, that's the proper word. It's not high. And I'd go into class, blown off my ass. All the kids would be looking at me, just reeking of like the sweetest ganja medical grade. Mm-hmm. They didn't even try to clamp down and be like, "Look, you can be high, just don't smell like it." They tried, but then there was no bylaws at that time. It's a really gray area. And my principal even brought me in her office. She's like, "Okay, I want you out of my system." She's like, "I, you know, what do we have to do to make you graduate?" So it was kind of like a yeah. Wow. It, it was a pretty wow. big. I want you out of my system, and I want some of that stuff you're on in my system. Yeah. Where do I get it? Well, because you know, back then it was the Wild West. Yeah, you know? and then and then after that, I fell into running a, a dispensary. Back in the days where it was kind of like, well, those are back in the days when your dispensary could be shut down at any point. It wasn't that we were scared about. It was because the people robbing you. Oh, oh shit! It was the gangsters, oh. and I'm not kidding you when I mean gangsters. I mean there were you know people being shot. Uh, up and down Ventura Boulevard in you know, 2004, 5, 6, and 7, we were in a, I was in a robbery. I mean, a guy got shot in our club. I mean, it, you know, it was wow. the Wild West. Because um, they, they just wanted to get to the back and get the whole stash oh, there, there, and then there sell There was it. guys going on the roofs, cutting through the roofs, coming down in through the roof. Mission Impossible style. No joke. While people were in the club and they were breaking in through coming in. What were you doing in the club? Well, I was running a place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was currently running a place at the time on Ventura and Tampa. Oh, shit. Wait, real quick. So your principal pulls you in and goes, we got to get you the fuck out of here. Yeah, pretty much. What's her game plan? Her game plan was handing me a stack of work this big. She says, pretty much, go fill it out. You and your mom, you have two days to do it. If you fill it all out, you're graduating and you can walk the stage. I was like, okay, sweet. Thank you. Went home. What year was this? You were a you were a senior though. Yeah, I was a senior. Yeah, yeah. it was two thousand. So you went home, got high, and did all the work for the rest. Did of the Did all the year. work for one or two days and graduated and walked the stage. 
Wow. So Epic. like, yeah, because they wanted you out because they were like, all right, today we have a dare officer coming in telling you how bad marijuana is, and you're just <laughs> With sitting the poster there, child. Yeah, and you're just sitting there in the front row, like I'm hot right now, and you can't do shit. My grades went up. I'm happy. <laughs> that is cr- so. You significantly no, no, saw a focus shift. No, no, no. It was a dramatic shift. It, it, it truly was. Like you literally couldn't. Uh, now, was it that the schoolwork was uh, uninteresting, or that you just you couldn't even give yourself a chance to be interested because you couldn't look at it? It's because my brain fires off in multiple directions at one time. I mean, I'm borderline I'm a, mus- a musician. I'm a music producer. That's yep. like my heart, blood, and soul. So, growing up, I would hear these symphonies going on in my head constantly, and I'm talking full blown orchestral symphonies, and it's very hard for me to concentrate in school because I would hear them. Because I would hear them. There you go. See, ADD boy at it again. <laughs> yep. Bum, ba, da, dun, 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 dun. Is that one of the symphonies? Yes. That is. <laughs> brought, That's to you in- by, brought to you live. <laughs> Wait, you would f- hear full... Yeah, it, it was very hard for me. I, and then my brain would go, oh, hey, that, that's a cool drawing. And then I'd look out the window and go, oh, butterfly. And then I'd be like, mm, I'm really hungry right now. I mean, I'm talking... And then I smoke a joint. And I'm like, oh, look, work. Done. Wow. Done. Huh. Done. Now, what Just is it in, in the brain that like that matches up with the THC that that, that finally that, gets that's you? That's actually allowing my neurosystem, the yeah. CBD one inhibitors in my brain. So it's allowing my neurosystem to communicate. Because when you have ADHD, that's the misfiring in your brain. That's the oh, I want to go over here. Yeah. You know, like, hence why the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so the more you smoke and chill, it actually allows your system to communicate and just say, oh wait, I'm here and I'm present. I'm right now. Wow. Now, why? That's wow. why it works the best on ADD kids because you're aligning their CBD neuroreceptors. Are they do like you? Sh- I mean, you sh- your story should I feel like should be the poster child for H- uh, ADHD. Well, I have a feeling there's more. It's more than just you. Like there's probably many examples of this. Oh, right? There's thousands. Okay, of yeah. So it is being implemented. Oh yes. Yeah. It, it, not enough though, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I mean, it, but now we're in 2016. I mean, I, you know, feel the burn. You know, everyone's uh, medical marijuana. We're up for legalization and all this talk and. It's a different world now. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, everyone's jumping ship in New York and the Wall Street to, to buy in on the cannabis industry right now. Everyone and their mother wants in. Well, That's sure, for you. They saw how much money that it was making in Washington and in Colorado in the social experiments. Mark my words, when, when marijuana becomes legal, it's going to put every single market to shame when it comes to profit. Yeah. Wow. And, it's well, going to be a boom. It already did in Colorado. Oh, yeah. They, $11.1 billion. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on the numbers, but something around that area of figures in the last year. Right, and now every other wow. state's like, oh, so I could Did pay like, off a second. We all the debt. A state deficit in yeah. six months. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to every uh, uh, every state, state except for Texas? Yeah, well, for sure. Well, what's up with Texas? They're just <laughs> it's Texas. It's just Texas. All right, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's that's yeah. It, it, it's it's kind of a strange firm state. stances on it's, a lot it's of yeah. stuff. Own universe. Yeah, own world. I don't talk down. I, I, you know, I lived there for a while. Now, do you know why? Like because, <laughs> because, like, I would think that if these things were found out at a very early time, why, why was this drug ever illegal? Do you know why marijuana became illegal? Is it just because it's? I don't want to be that guy to like uh-huh. start sparking massive conspiracy. But everyone knows. I mean, just break it down. What marijuana really is and does. Mm-hmm. They're finding cancer-killing agents now. Mm-hmm. When you find something that kills cancer naturally that actually helps you, are you going to go get chemo? No. Mm-hmm. Are you going to pay the thousands of dollars for chemo? Or are you going to go get the seven syringes of RSO oil, which is Rick Sampson oil, and kill your cancer that way? Mm-hmm. Which is a way more, way more fun. I mean, <laughs> would you rather be high or go through chemo? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's so. Do you think like it was just sort of this mind altering substance that people feared, and then it grew into now we can't really profit off of this? And no, because you can make hemp out of it. You can make fuel out of it. I mean, the first space shuttle was built out of hemp. The wings. I mean, there's so many things you can do with the plant itself. It would knock out most of the major industry players. Mm-hmm. So they're just like we can't let this. We can't grow. let this grow because there's too much profit in it that we can't get our hands on. Pretty gotcha. Much. So when you get tested on like that and and it has an immediate effect like that and you're like wow not only did this like change i mean change your life right i mean yeah. being able to focus like that that's a i mean holy shit like well, marijuana changed my life i mean look where i'm at now with totally the i'm working with totally just everything in general and so then once you graduate high school what is your i mean your do you do you understand the when i graduated high school i went straight to amsterdam Wow, that was my <laughs> next question. Seriously, yeah, yeah. A week later. Well, because you had to go to the to the the. Um, I had to go to the mecca. Yeah, mm-hmm. because pot changed your life, and now you need to go say thank you. Yeah, by <laughs> so, eating all the best. Yeah. So I went to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just fast forward that trip. That was amazing. Why? It's just too much. That, that's a whole nother. Can you podcast. give us? I mean, can you give a, that Amsterdam right. trip? Well, your story. Uh, we just, got time. Yeah, just. Lots of lots of fun things, I guess you could say. <laughs> no, I just just one night I I I went to a, a cafe. It was you know the the guy I went with at the time was a good friend of ours, and uh, he's like, you know, what, man, I'm I'm gonna cash in for the night, and I was like, I'm not tired. I'm in mm-hmm. Amsterdam right now. I want to go out and see the light. So I go out and you know hit the town, and I walk into this little cafe with cool red lights, and I'm in there smoking the joints and feeling good. And I walk up, and this Rasta guy walks up to me. He goes, "See, man, on the house," and he gives me this nice fat cake, and he goes, "Space cake," <laughs> and I'm like, "Awesome, space cake, cool." What does that mean? I don't know. I'm eating it. Yeah. I throw that whole thing down, and he comes back like two minutes later. He's like, "You did not just eat the whole thing." Like he was really. Oh, like, that's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah. And I was like, "Why?" He goes psilocybin do you know what that is and i was like oh mushrooms oh shit so i'd eaten a mushroom hash and um lsd um brownie and a lot of it yeah i ate the whole damn thing i can't imagine that's what you're supposed to do yeah jeez lsd then what yeah lsd mushrooms i I woke up in a town 200 miles away i'm not kidding you (laughs) what the fuck don't ask me how i got there because you probably don't know couldn't relax. 200 miles away? And I had to take like four subway trains. I... Were you with people? No, I was by myself. I just traveled. I just... What if you didn't even take any sort of transportation there? You just... Walked. <laughs> well, sh- that or you just like passed out you somewhere and woke up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fl- yeah. At that I point. Did. It is a space cake for God's sakes. I, yeah. took, I took three three train hopper. I don't know how the system I wish there's footage of like security cam of some of these subways that you transferred oh, that'd be, on. That'd, that'd like, be epic. You see this guy stumbling, <laughs> just bumping into walls, laying oh on the ground, God. swimming in the swimming in the street. Holy shit. Now now But and, none of those compared to my DMT ayahuasca journeys out in Brazil. Okay. Yep. Next. Should we DMT that yeah. now now I know just from listening to a little bit of Joe Rogan's podcast, uh DMT is the chemical in the brain that makes you dream, correct? Yes, it's also it's looking in the penile gland in the back of your brain. It's uh-huh. a little pea size little pea size gland located in the back of your brain. Yep. And it's actually also released when you're born and when you die. Those are the only two other times besides dreaming is when this chemical is released in your brain. Right. Um, and, so, that, and that's where the well, that's where a lot of people say like when you see the light, yes, that's actually see, DMT that's being released be- in your brain, and now you're starting to hallucinate. It's technically not. It is a hallucination, but technically it's not, and that's where it gets kind of technical. Um, it's it fuzzy. <laughs> it gets a little fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the true DMT where I went, I, I flew to Brazil. Um, mm -hmm. I did what they call ayahuasca. It translates to plant of the dead. Um, it's boiled over seven days. It's a root that's actually grown in the Brazilian jungle. Um, I actually did it with a shamanic tribe that's been doing this for thousands of years within their tribe. The men, women, children, and pregnant women all do journeys. It's like absolutely nuts. When yeah. did it start? Who started it? How did you find out about it? So I'm at Ellery Recording School. Uh, this is a long time ago, uh, 2004, 2005. Um, I'm at Ellery Recording School. I was halfway through. It was a, at that time, it was nine months, and it was six, seven days a week, go, 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 12 hours a day. It was like survival of the fittest. You either made it or you didn't. So about six or seven months in, I started having a mental breakdown. Well, the music business, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it's the hardcore. amount. hardcore. Yeah. So, you know, I was young, still getting my mindset and that mentality. And, and one day, I was having a mental breakdown, and my mom called me and says, I just want to let you know. And I'm like, I'm going on a plane, aren't I? And don't ask me why I said that to this day. I just blurted it out. I'm like, I'm going on a plane. She goes, how'd you know that? And I was like... Mom, I'm having a nervous breakdown right now. I need to get the fuck out of here. Get me out of I just need to go somewhere. I need to reconnect. She goes, actually, that's why I was calling you. Um, there's a thing called ayahuasca. I want you to hang up the phone with me and look it up and call me back. So I hung up the phone. I punched an ayahuasca, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, reading all the stories. What like, was the yeah. first fact and story you saw that you were like, oh, shit, this is... Something it it was something on the article that says something along the lines of um, a spiritual transition that makes like mushrooms look like you know yeah like, and this like a is walk something in the park yeah like, and and th and this is something where they tell you like no you need to have a shaman with if you if you don't you will yeah you, you have a very good chance of not coming back and I'll, and I'll tell you why okay so I get the phone call yeah. and my mom goes the deal is you're leaving next week I didn't have a visa so we had a shoot down we shot down to the consulate. Got to expert, you know, expedite it on the visa. We're like, okay, if this is meant to be in the universe, it'll happen. We're packing bags. I'm fighting with my mom. I'm like, this isn't happening. You know, the craziness. Mm -hmm. I hop on a plane for a 39-hour trip to Brazil, not knowing what the hell I was getting myself into. So I get to the airport. And I'm like, all right, mom, this is like six days later. I'm like, well, later. You know, I love you. I, I'll see you later, hopefully. I'll see you when I see you, and I hope I see you when I see you. Yeah, this was like, and I was going into the Amazon jungle for about 28 days. I mean, so like, this was What the fuck, dude? This wasn't like a little like, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to Texas for four days. No, like, I'm going deep Amazon. What do you pack? Do you pack an iPod? What's on your playlist? A like, do you pack condoms or deodorant? <laughs> like, do you just I couldn't pack any electronics. There was no, there was no, like, electronics there. There was no plugs. I'm in the Amazon jungle in, like, this little, this gorgeous compound. Mm -hmm. So I get to the airport, and it was supposed to take me, like, six connecting flights to get to Brazil. And I Fucking Southwest. Up, I, <laughs> bastards. I end up missing a flight layover in Miami. And at this whole time, I still don't grab the concept of ayahuasca. Yeah, I've done mushrooms before. I've dabbled in the fun stuff. You know, we all have. Sure. But, Flintstone chewables. Yeah, you know, right. Two at a time. Mm -hmm. Two or three. Double yeah. fist and Nyquils. <laughs> yeah. It depends on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like amateur. Yeah. <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> so at this point, you know, I'm like, I'm in Miami, layover, make my trips, my phone dies, I lose contact out of everybody. I finally get contact with my mom back home while I land in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And she's like, there's going to be another guy who's supposedly on the plane with you. And when you land, just try to find contact with him. And it was like really like, I can only catch like five or six words oh, from God. her. So I'm thinking, holy fuck, I'm in the middle of Brazil. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing right now. <laughs> land in Brazil. I end up right before we hit the main hopper from Sao Paulo to the middle of absolutely nowhere. 
I ran into this guy. I was like, hey, man. He was like, hey. I was like, oh, my God, you're American. You speak English. Hey, how you doing? So, we, you know, I haven't heard English in mm-hmm. about 26, 27 hours at this point. And I was like, how you doing? And I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, man, just, you know, going to Brazil for the journeys, man. You know, I was like, oh, cool. So am I, brother. Never really kind of put the two and two together. Yeah. So we both go on the plane, fly, and I get out on baggage, and I'm getting my bag, and I see him again. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? So we're kind of walking and talking. I'm like, all right, man, so I guess I'll see you later. And I look over, and I see a guy holding a sign with my name. And he goes, wait, that's my name. I'm like, wait, that's my name. And I'm like, wait, ayahuasca? He goes, yeah. I was like, okay, I didn't want to sound like I was nuts, but I'm going to do this ayahuasca thing. He goes, so am I. I have no idea. I was like, okay, cool. So it's pitch black at this time. We hop into this taxi which looks like it's out of a movie. It is a little mini Cooper that mm-hmm. is yellow mm-hmm. with the back doors torn off. It's being run on propane. So there's a 50-gallon tank of propane we're sitting on top of. Mm. One headlight works. It's good. We get in the car together. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. And this guy just takes off like he's fucking Batman. I mean, oh. just... And I'm like, oh my god! And it's black. Once we get off the airport, like back to the, the airport, future, he's gonna flash you into your fucking. Once trip? we get out of the airport, we hit a we we hit a dirt road, and it's black. And I'm like, where am I? Like, I just see silhouettes of trees, and I hear monkeys, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my I'm in god. the motherfucking jungle right now. So he's going faster and faster with one headlight, and just wallflower z- style. Z- yeah, exactly. And I'm in the back looking. I'm like pain like pointing the gun like we're on a pro <laughs> what is he thinking at we're this point bo- he's just sitting there like this just, oh, okay just, he's scared too because it would have been really crazy no if he was just like dude no words. maddie chill no 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 words he's just sitting there like uh don't so this goes on for like 35 minutes of just like ungodly fast quickness through the middle of nowhere we then pull up to i'm not kidding you these two wooden big gates mm-hmm. and it's like a miniature jurassic park gate with two did you sing the song to yourself because I would have any any gate that remotely looks even sometimes my parking garage gate looks <laughs> enough like it and when I'm fucked up and uh, and I get an Uber home and they drop me off in front of it I go I'm home thank God that I didn't drive oops I forgot my Taco Bell <laughs> alright so you get to this gate yeah <laughs> That was fucking epic. You need to hit the studio. You're coming in next week. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's what I've been waiting for. So I hit this gate, and the gate's open, and the taxi driver brings us in, and we step out, and there's candles lit everywhere. There's this massive bonfire in the corner lit. It's like raging. Everyone's in all white robes. I get out. I hope there's not Kool-Aid. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm thinking. So I get out, and this guy, Peter, walks up to goes and goes, Welcome. And gives me this huge hug. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, mom, you just sent me to a cult. Yeah. Like, I'm in so, like, oh, my God. You start having flashes of, like, untrusting. This this other guy, Peter, walks up to me, who's this cool guy. You know, they're all American, the guys who are coming up to me. And they're people from America, from England, from Japan. There was a nuclear physicist there. I mean, people from all around the world traveled. And it was this little group of us, like 10 of us. And Peter comes up to me and goes, hey, Matt, I know you had a lot of trouble getting here. Now, mind you, I haven't slept in 36 hours. I'm jet lagged. I have no fucking clue where I am. He says, go put your stuff away. We're drinking in 15 minutes. I'm like, drinking what? He goes, we're, we're having the ceremony. Gatorade? Because I'm parched. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And he goes, you haven't eaten, right? I'm like, no, I'm fucking starving. He goes, good, because you're supposed to fast anyway. So he goes, go upstairs and put on some white and grab whatever you need. We're having our ceremony. I'm like, okay, thinking this is just a welcome ceremony. Now, mind you, I didn't realize that I had missed the welcome ceremony yesterday. So this was the jump in fucking Shark Tank time. So, so you, you would have – so they, it was like hurry up uh, crash course because you – Pretty had, much. 
Like, I had no idea what I was going into. Now, so, what, what else did they throw at you other than like, okay, um, so you haven't fasted. You're about to do it. Were they like, you know, pick out your favorite Hanson song because you're going to perform it at the end of the... Ri- like, no, what, they, what they other say, weird things? They can- say, grab a bottle of water, go put on your white, comfortable clothes with no shoes and come back out and sit down. I would think I'm in a cult for sure. And yeah. I've never so, seen the light of day. I yeah, might I'm not drink that. the water. So, <laughs> so I go up into the room and the guy I was on the plane with comes in the room and we end up being like... Monkmates. Boom. Yeah. Like, what are the yeah. odds? So, like, universe is already working. It's crazy. <laughs> Ooh, it gets crazy. So I'm looking at Wait, him. It I'm like, it's like, crazy. <laughs> so I'm looking. Yeah. Your mom calls you up to send you on a ayahuasca trip, and and now and now you're at a and now you're at a cultish type compound, and it's about to get crazy. Batman's yeah, your yeah. chauffeur to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so. Epic. You, how were the so, robes and the uh, comfy? So it wasn't even the robe. I, you know, I had these like you know like uh, like karate style white pants on. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just a nice white shirt. Okay. And I grabbed like my little Buddha beads that yep. I have, you know, because I'm Buddhist. You know, I like to rock the, the Buddhism. So I look at him. I'm like, dude. Have you ever done this before? He goes, no, no, you know, but, you know, I've read about it and, you know, these guys and my mom had known this guy, Peter, for, for a while now. That's how she ended up knowing about it. So okay. I did have some trust there. It yes. was just really awkward. Mm-hmm. So you're dying for some sort of trust and some sort of familiarity, right? For something to grab onto, yeah. but there's nothing to grab onto. It's just complete like, okay, this is going to be your death and rebirth. And literally, that's what it was. I died when I was there and came. Anyway, so. I go down, we walk down the path, and it's a beautiful compound. It's surrounded by a wooden gate, okay? It's probably two football fields if you were to put them in a circular form. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's big wooden gates, so, you know, any kind of Brazilian mountain lion or jaguar or whatever, God knows what is, anacondas in the, uh, you name it, it's out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's this beautiful compound, and everyone sleeps in these rooms lit by candlelight. There's no real natural light there because natural light when you're on the ayahuasca is like blinding. And even if you talk like this loud, you're, you're holding ears telling people to shut up. You're audible, you're visual, everything is enhanced. You do literally become Superman. You, you, you can literally listen to a fly like a mile away and hear like, like it sounds like it's in your ear, but it's not. You can like focus in on things, and anyway, that that's just one of the cool things. Wow, that's so, I mean, you get superpowers is basically what you're saying. To, well, what it's man. doing is, I'll, I'll get to the point. But what ayahuasca's is doing is it's allowing you to see the world with the brain of a newborn baby. So take away every kind of programming. And okay, oh, I'm jumping ahead. Hold on. So yeah. so I run down. We walk down to the ceremony and we sit down. And there's the shaman Baronet, who's probably the most incredible man you'll ever meet in your life. This guy just sitting down. You just want to be like, what's his name? Baronet of the bare naked ladies. Well, it's, that was good. All right, I just come on, man. You're you're talking to a '90s band. Come on, Wikipedia man. page. All right. So Warren A is his real name, but Baronet is a shaman name because his power animal is a bear. And I will tell you why his power animal is a bear. It is absolutely astounding. I hope he got it from a gay club in San Francisco. No, <laughs> no, no. You would no. think though, right? Yeah, yeah. I would be like, oh, you're, 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 you're a bear. Baronet. You're a bear. I'm a twink. All right, let, let, let's do this thing. You're not a cub? No, I'm a twink. Uh, Come right. on. Hardcore. <laughs> so... Uh, I sit down and he starts talking and he has a translator. Uh, her name is Sarah Nusta. Um, <clears throat> and they start talking and he starts talking about what ayahuasca is. And he says, this is the sacred liquid, liquid that unlocks the key. It's the key to the universe. He was telling stories how the shamanic tribes used to do, the, the shamans would actually drink ayahuasca and have the power to kill anybody anywhere in the world. 
on ayahuasca because you can literally throw a poison dart while you're on the ayahuasca and envision it and literally kill that person anywhere on the planet Earth. This is why it's mostly illegal in all places in the world except for Peru and Brazil and some other places. You have Burbank. Unlimited, you have yeah. unlimited Burbank. Yeah, Glendale. Yeah. <laughs> no, whoa, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Okay. <laughs> but you have the power to do anything. It, it is literally opening a hundred percent accessibility to your brain. It's it's what the universe is. There's so much programming that goes on in this world on a constant basis. You're so fucking blinded. Excuse the French. I called it being plugged into the matrix, mm-hmm. and I was unplugged. And now I, I'm still unplugged. Well, you were uh, you were literally unplugged from because of your you know no phone no anything, but you were Zero you were in the elements communication so, to the outside world. So what you're saying is that like the amount of programming is the amount of um, information and commercialization, and we're absorbing and consuming so much that we that we have very little of our brain to what think for itself or to to really see clearly because like, like example like you know do you think people can walk through walls? Uh, no. Okay, because you were told that. Your brain yeah. was programmed. So the only reason you think the way things are is because another human who is programmed by another human who is programmed by another human who is programmed by another human has taught that human that that's what that's supposed to be. Ayahuasca strips that. Can you walk through walls on ayahuasca? You can. It's not necessarily that you walk through. You can go to different planes of existence. Now, I took my first drink. Now, after he explained the whole thing, you walk up to him and you sit down and pretty much like I'm sitting and he'll sit right here next to you to the left of you and he looks at you for a second and he pours in a coconut. It's half a coconut shell and he pours the brew and this is the nastiest tasting stuff you have ever hands down had in your entire life. It is like death going down your throat. So like worse than like expired hamburger helper. Yeah, worse. (laughs) I mean, uh, I don't there goes that sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but you drink it. I drink it, and well, first off, the shaman pours, and he pours me a brimmer, and I mean, it's to the top. Now he knows how much you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. He knows he can read your spirit, and he says, you know, you're you're either gonna throw up or you're gonna, you know, it's gonna come out the other way, either and or you're gonna start purging because ayahuasca is also an insane healing property. It heals from the inside out. I mean, God, there's so many stories. Like, like, like if you have like a, I don't know. There was a blind guy there who was blind in one eye, and when he left, he could see in both eyes. No way. I swear to God. I'm not kidding you. He wasn't faking the blind one eye no, thing? No, 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 no. It was, it was frosty. He didn't it, just come with an eye patch and then just take it off no, and no, go, no, I'm no, better. No, it was frosty. What? Like, his eyes, like, completely clouded over, and by the time he was left, half the clouding was almost gone, and we were going like this, and he could see blurry numbers. And, Holy shit. I'm not talking shit. 2020 eagle eye vision. No. But, you can't, but hey, beggars start, can't be choosers. It began to start seeing silhouettes and blurriness out of his blind eye after the nine journeys that he did, because that's why he went there. I went there to the get over certain personal things and to connect with music on a level that's so deep that only the universe can show you. Now, when you drink this ayahuasca, they say you're going to fear a f- feel a fire in your belly. Mm-hmm. I want to know real quick, when you said the guy read your spirit, what does he do to read your spirit? Because if, if Brad said that to a girl, she might call the cops. Yeah. But depending on if he like was petting her hand and buying her a drink. He, he's done ayahuasca so much, he can just look at you and see who and what you are. I'm scared to take this stuff because I I, I feel I, might, I, I feel I might take it and then I might grow two feet. Yeah, like, <laughs> like well, there goes the whole dwarfism whoa, thing. Whoa, Fuck, <laughs> I got I got I got to write a new act now. Son of a bitch, that's how the door. 
my my identity is gone. The, the problem, the problem is, I was is... programmed to say that I was only going to be a, a midget for my entire life. There so, you go. Some human who was told by another human who was told by another human said, "You're old, you're, you, you have a, you have achondroplastic dwarfism, and, and, and you're not going to do, and you're never going to be able to dunk on a ten foot hoop." But then I take the ayahuasca, and then it's like, "Fuck you!" I'm turning this thing into a Fisher Price, and then boom, that's what's going to happen, right? Uh, pretty much. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, wow. So you, okay, so you, you said it, it was, you drink it, it starts curing the insides, or yeah, it, it can. It, it's like a fire. No, it does. It, mm-hmm. You don't really have a choice. I mean, I, I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you what's happening inside your body, but I know when it does happen, it feels like someone took a lit match and put it into your, your belly button, and the fire grows up the back of your spine. And he tells you, all your fears manifest to true reality on ayahuasca that's one thing that always happens to everybody your demons and your fears become physical reality and you have to face them so i would have to face a really big dog yes okay <laughs> like i'm like i'm like i'm talking a really big fucking dog like i'm like, like i'm talking a pug like like, a, like, like just a really big like, dog i'm not lying to you yeah. when i started tripping a snake came out of my mouth turned around swallowed me whole and i was sitting in hell with every one of my demons with a face on me and and baronet said if you choose to battle your demons in your ayahuasca journey be careful because if you lose in your journey you die in real life and he was not fucking kidding wait isn't that like a there's a movie called blueberry they made a movie about it like if you die in your sleep you die in real life like what is it uh, that's a uh, yeah, freddy krueger oh yeah like, Kr- yeah like you get killed in the dream i thought that was dr phil yeah, yeah but, but this is like this is like really serious. I mean, there's been stories of people who have who've taken DMT by themselves in their living room, and you leave your body. Like you can literally, like on one of my journeys, I literally woke up at like I pulled myself out of my body, and I'm still as conscious as I'm talking to you right now. And I pulled myself out of my physical body, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "What? Well, this is kind of crazy." And I just started running, and I went to like every different kind of plane. There's different planes of existence, and I went and met the alternate me in a different universe that told. It's, it's different journeys, so you have to be careful because every journey and it, it it begins right where it ended. So and they're fifteen to sixteen hours long, by the way. So when oh. you drink this shit, you're gone for fifteen hours. Oh you start God. at seven and you're gone till the next day until sun comes up. See, just I'm, about. I'm my, you kid. You dad was like a forty five minute like pre workout like program where you can like go. Let me no, like, no, have no, a little see. sip and so so after my look at my body for a couple like assess. Be like, all right, man, the calves need some work, and then like. Then I'll take a couple more sips and... Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's drink and just chug it down. Just go for it. Wow. And 16 hours. Yeah. And my last journey... Man, I, I get you know, bored watching 60 minutes. Well, <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> well, uh, the, the crazy part about it is it's, it's, it's all... It's all the fears in your mind that mm-hmm. you think you had that manifest into reality. So, so literally, you're having... If, if someone says they're afraid of heights, are, are they going to be will, you up on a wire a, on you the might World have Trade a Center? Jo- you might have a journey that relates to something where heights, yes. You might mm-hmm. shoot up into the sky and be looking down at yourself, but you won't be scared or you may be scared in that journey. Some are internal, some are external. Um, my you know, my Uncle Barry, he died in the Vietnam War uh, in the Marine Corps, and uh, he came out of the jungle, sat down with me, and told me everything was going to be okay. You know, hmm. And you know, he, my mom actually went after I went uh, to, and did the ayahuasca about two months later, and he came to her as well and wrote like "I love you" in the sky and big old let- I mean huge cloud letters. It's like there's so many different journeys and like things that happen on these journeys. It's like it's so hard to get in depth and really like. Well, but yeah. also, I mean, it's it seems like it'd be hard to um, 
explain yes because you're so like you're not i've done mushrooms twice and both times i was was coherent yeah i'm not trying to say like i kind of know what you're talking about i talked to a daddy long legs but like i uh i felt coherent uh even the the come down you definitely feel a difference but um i i don't like how much when you're going through it do you are you aware of what's that's the beauty of it some is some you let it's all around this big bonfire and Warnay, Baronet, uh, I mean, Baronet, Serenusta, Margarita, and his little six-year-old daughter who takes two teaspoons of ayahuasca with you. What? Sit around the fire. Wait, wait. Yeah. No, How old is she? She's six. And now, is she now, always the six? Pregnant, the pregnant, or? Now, they have never had one abortion, one, one cancer, one sickness in their village in thousands of years, and they've all been doing the ayahuasca. So, their, their, their village has no relation of sickness, period. The people live to be like 105, 110 years old in this village. But how do they look? They look do they like, look like 82? No, they look okay. like they're 40 going on 100. It's the freakiest thing in the world. His, his wife was like 16. She looked like she's a 28-year-old. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. Like you have to go – there's people you, – you know you can smoke DMT. You can do all these different things. And people are like, yeah, I've done DMT. I'm like, well, did you smoke it? And they're like, yeah. That's like a 45-minute kind of like a little pre- – that's your preview. Yeah. You want a preview? Take a little toki of the DMT. I don't recommend it. No. At all. Well, if I'm going to do it – any means. Well, if I'm going to step out of my body, I'm going to step out of my body. If you're going to do it, do it right. Jeez. And in my last journey, I, you know, I drank, I drank about six or seven cups on my last journey because I wanted to go as deep down far the rabbit hole. And every time you drink a cup extra, you can go back and drink more if you're not tripping hard enough. And you can keep going down the rabbit hole. You can choose to drink more. How do you know if you're not tripping hard enough? Oh, no, you're like, know. that oh, tree's no, no. not talking to me. No, see, I, I fucked up on my eighth journey. I asked the ayahuasca to show me the pain of the world, and it literally almost killed me. I went through every emotion, feeling of every human, woman, child, person would have felt to lose. Well, you must have watched an episode king. of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> wait, wait. But no, no. How but do you really, go through really, every really. emotion in, in how long? In 15 hours, it was. No, I was crawling on the ground, crying. I got shot, stabbed. I, you name it. From what? The, the feeling, the emotion of going through my body went through every physical emotion, and the shamans were over me, and I was going through seizures. I was palpitating. I was on the ground throwing up. I was sweating. And you I thought was you on my hands and knees. I was gone. I was literally saying goodbye to my family in my in my head. I, I, I that was it. I, I knew for a fact, I was fucking gone. Now. Okay. What? And part of me did leave and died and came back, and that was my birth and redeath of me. That was actually supposed to happen, and Baronet told me that was part of my journey. Like, I gone. I, 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 I exited the planet Earth for a while. So they're yeah. watching you freak out, and they're like, cool, no, no, he's no, just no. going he's a, through it. Like, and, and, they're not worried for you. No, they are, sometimes. If they're all over you... And fanning you. It seems like they could do more than just fan you if you're they're, seizuring they're and using, dying. They're using, it's not seizuring and dying. It's, it's going through the different... It's, Emotions. See, you only think it's seizuring because that's what you're... That's, po- that's what see, you said, and that's all I chose to hear. Prog- that's yeah, the programming. The programming. Yeah. No, yeah. it's all the program. Like, trees don't look like trees on ayahuasca. Everything's zeros and ones, too. Yeah. It's all numbers. It's all broken down. Like, you can feel the trees breathing. Like, literally, you can feel the life of things. It's like... I want that. Like Baronet, and you can watch Baronet, and the reason I call him Baronet is because his power animal is a bear. Now, when you're on the ayahuasca, you can literally physically see the bear walking over to each person, and he's taking the demons, and he puts them in his mouth, chews them, and spits them on the fire, and the fire goes, and it's the dopest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. And also, the cigarettes, uh, nicotine is a sister plant to the ayahuasca, so you're constantly rolling up rollies and just smoking cigarettes on your external journeys. Your internal journeys, you'll knock out for 15 hours and have like the most 
in tune psychedelic dream. It's not a dream. Okay, though. so you can't sleep on this. It's not sleep. Yeah, it's an internal journey, and and you're very. It's like jumping into your head, but being awake. <sighs> it, I can't describe it. Like it's, like the magic school bus. Yeah, like literally, like like imagine being able to go to sleep tonight. And wake up in your dream and be like, wait, I'm dreaming. Wait, okay. Now let me have fun with this. I can control every single part of this. Well, as we've talked about on this wow. podcast, I had a NyQuil dream that I went down on Katy Perry. And that, that did is not, absolutely amazing. That did not last long enough. And it, so. yet it was the most real. Again, NyQuil, if you're listening, that commercial will not only you know, hip up your demographic, but it will make people go, oh, cool. Maybe, maybe this won't just knock me. Point is... I felt very locked into that dream, and I don't know. I can't imagine being more locked in than I was in that moment. A little secret. If you can look at your hands in your dream, you can control them. Your hands? Okay. If you can. I've done it twice, once or twice, and that's what they say. There's actual dream doctors that say if you can physically look at your hands in your dream or somehow find a way to look at your hands, if there's a physical connection with your brain and your dreaming and the penile gland where you can actually go into your dream. And con- Have you ever had those dreams where you know you're dreaming? Yeah. You yeah. Know, and you can control it. Have you ever had that? That's what the Katy Perry dream was. Okay, exactly. So imagine being able to do that every single night of your life. I want that. That's that's then go do ayahuasca and you can control that. You learn it. You, it teaches you. It shows you how to control your body and your mind and your spirit. Now, and then when you come back to normal society, you will then realize how insane everybody is. Well, I mean, that's just watch no, no, Fox no, but, News, go, out, go to Hollywood Boulevard. And, and it's hard. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's been harder for me to deal with society and life after the ayahuasca journey because I see so through the fake bullshit. Of course. It's, it's even more. It's disgusting. It's like watching the worst sitcom on TV, like with the worst acting in the world. And that's like half the people out there. Can't you see that, though, and recognize that without going through the trip like, no, what? you can yeah and you do on a daily basis yeah, like sure. that's sad but you really see it and you feel it so what are the pro i mean okay so so that so if it's you were life. pitching if, this like i mean yeah okay if you want to heal and you want to be set free of your mind and unplugged of any kind of programming or any kind of manipulation that anyone other than yourself has brought upon you yeah. then go do ayahuasca if you want a spiritual if you want an awakening within yourself now ayahuasca is not for everybody i'm not telling every single human on this earth to go out and go do it it's for you if you think it's for you. Do you have to be at a crossroads or have some sort of traumatic event? to? Ex- you, you'll know. You'll say, you know what? I think I'm ready. You'll hear mm-hmm. this, these stories and be like, you know what? That'll start resonating with you. You'll, you'll start being like, hmm, there's, there'll be a part of you inside you that'll say, yeah, you know, I kind of want it. And if you guys want to go look at it, check out Heart of Initiate. Well, there are some t- – what yeah. is that? Heart of Initiate is the organization over here that you can go to heart, heartofinitiate.com. Look it up. It's Peter, uh, uh, Peter and – uh, you know the gentleman I can't remember his other name. The they run the whole caterpillar or- from Pinocchio. That guy, <laughs> and they all run. They run the organization. You actually sign up, and they'll take you over to Brazil with Baronet, and you can actually have the experience, and you get to stay in their compound for one week, two weeks, or three weeks, and have the whole experience. It's beautiful. They feed you, house you, and you get to have the journeys and have an internal now, experience. Now you mentioned. I mean, th- there are times when I want to get away. I mean, Brad and I went to Cabo when we both wanted to get away because we were like we've both been on the road for a while. We need to remove ourselves from civilization, and we did. We had no phone access for five days. Oh, nice. We were at a resort. That's we great. stayed at the pool the whole time. Nice. We swam. We drank. Uh, there's, I went to Napa to do the same thing. But like, you this know. Sa- th- this sounds like another level of that. This sounds like, also, I mean, we, we didn't come back from, we 
we, we came back from Cabo like, all right, well, that, I'm relaxed. Brad lost a limbo competition. That yeah. was like his journey. Yeah. So Having like, to deal with the fact is, that he let his people down. Yeah. Th- th- this sounds like I would, would cut. Would you guys want to go and, to Brazil with me if I brought you guys oh, to oh Brazil for an ayahuasca journey? Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm offering you right now because I can't. We can go back with Heart of Initiate in about seven mm-hmm. or eight months. We'll set a date and we'll, uh, we'll go do that. She said ayahuasca. seven or eight hours. I was going to walk in and have to, <laughs> have to decline or, you know, make a really bold move. I, I, see, I, I invite you to the journey. I, I am going back later on this year. I you do, are. I do plan on, on re- reconnecting. Now, okay, but you would have to understand with some of the things that you've said in terms of healing everything, in terms of making you feel feel and look young, living towards living to uh, 110, that many people listening to this podcast are going to hear that and be like, well, that dude did way too many drugs. And Pretty much. This, and, th- no. and this is BS. Right. Like, so what, so what do you say to people that just say like that's impossible that cannot these things cannot have happened well why show me an argument how they can't have happened and then you know i'll agree with you but there's no Mm -hmm. the the reason the human body lives longer is because it's cleaner and pure bottom line okay um there's been you know documented humans and you know there's guys in china and japan right now they're in like their 120s and they're still living long and strong so to say that they can't live to be 100 105 110 mm-hmm. you know but it, it's it's it cleanses the body it's pure but i like i said i can't go out and tell anybody to go you know do this journey right. or, it, and it sounds like it sounds like there's you have to be of a certain mindset before you even get into this whereas if you go into it with the wrong mindset or like you can't be doing this just like i want to party no that's the worst mentality you can do going oh into no okay. and, and actually the shamans will know that they'll, they'll, they'll know, feel your energy no, no they'll know i guess when my mom went she said there were two women that went for satanic purposes to try to connect on an evil level because you can connect on any level in the world you're open Mm-hmm. And he, it's like a choose your own adventure life. And she said on her first journey, when she looked at them during one of her trips, she looked over at them and they were both in like black cloaks with these red eyes. Like that's the transformation they took on during her journey. And she said they were like the most evilest things. And Baronet actually kicked them out right after that journey and made them leave the compound. And he escorted mm-hmm. them out after their journey. And, that, they and, there. and, and that's they not for anything that they specifically did just because you could see like wow they're not going to be here for the right reason. well the black they're, cloaks they're, first of all you're going against the black, color coordination it's literally like. a black energy like it's a dark black like when you're on this ayahuasca like things are there it's it's open mm-hmm. i mean you're acts do they provide visuals like the here, trees here, are breathing a, but do a, they set up here's like a perfect example the drink you're drinking is not making you trip mm-hmm. it is just allowing the penal gland to open up. That's all it's doing is opening the door. What's coming into your body, what you're seeing has already been there. It's been there the whole damn time. Mm-hmm. That's your natural it's your natural body being released within your body. It's your Why natural. don't we access it? You access it kind of when you dream. Yeah. And yeah. when you die and when you're when you're born. Those huh. are the only three times your body accesses it. But do, go do ayahuasca and you will access it and you will be able to see what, you know, do they do they sit like? Because when I did uh, shrooms for the second time, I talked to a bag of gummy worms, and I'm I'm dead serious. No, I'm sure you did. I've I've talked to walls and all kinds of things. It was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but that do, wasn't that wasn't the gummy worm. You're you're actually having a conversation with your subconscious that you weren't really aware of at that time, but it allowed the. Well, I don't know because one of the gummy worms told me that I should pursue stand up, and that 
Okay, that was your subconscious telling you that your actual see you already knew who you are as a person inside yeah, but I was your deflecting. fear was holding you back and you were deflecting it and so I, that, I needed to hear it through the gummy worm but it was yeah whichever way the universe chose to teach you that lesson Holy it shit. took you to do the psilocybin and then talk to that bag of gummy I've had walls tell me things like what but it wasn't no like just different things about yeah. me as a human yeah. and as a person but it wasn't the wall it was me just opening that part of my brain that kind of took that fear away of judging myself and putting my ego and my pride and everything else aside that society gives you and it's the truth it's dead honest truth that's what ayahuasca is it's truth so when you get back from this you get back from this trip right you come back are you uh, you're in a shock and awe you're in euphoria i was gonna say you're having to readjust this happens like i mean talk about jet lag oh you're talking about when i got back to the united states yes i locked myself in my house for like six days i i could not deal with society and I'm not saying like, oh, everyone's going to fear. That was just me. That was what I had because sure. I had such an intense journey. And, and I stayed the whole time. You could only go for two journeys or three journeys. I did nine. I was like day on, day off, day on, day off, day on, day off. And that's what you drink for a full day. Then you have the day to reflect. Then the next day you drink for the full day. Then you have the day to reflect. And the next day wow. you drink. And you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's a con- and you learn more and more and more and more and more about you. Do they tell you, is there a limit to how many journeys you can take? No, there's the guys like Peter and them, they've done thousands of journeys. Well, that's like, why they look so good. Over the years. Wow. Um, if you're 105 and you look 40. <laughs> how many? I mean, Baronet, or Warnet, you can go on the website and, and look at him. He's. That's, that's unbelievable. So you get, you're locked insane. in for six days. Is there a point when you're like, I'm not going back out? No, I, I just had to slowly readjust myself. Yeah. I'd go to the store and come back. I'd do this. But it was literally like being in the jungle for two and a half, three weeks of your life in the middle of nowhere and then being stripped from the jungle off of the planet Earth and kind of into this spiritual, psychedelic realm. It's like... It's like when Britney Spears shaved her head and then went in public. She oh. had to fucking go back into recluse for a minute <laughs> yes. and reevaluate and be like, who am I really? Yeah. Now, is it frustrating to talk to people like me who haven't done this. And, yeah, not and, at all. No, okay. It's exciting. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Okay, and then now, is it... Not, not everybody's going to be a believer. Not everybody's sure. going to want it. Not, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's a human being. Yeah, and, and, you, and, you, and you understand that some people will hear this and make the choice that this is not true for whatever reason or this is just not how it is. And By all means, I, I invite them to feel or, or believe whatever they want. You know, there, there's no. Judgment. Do you feel bad for them that they're not at least open, like to even no, listen to it? By, by all yeah. means, not. I don't feel bad, nor good, nor this, nor that. You know, to to, to break it down, I, I just love life. I'm I'm literally a true just lover of loving life, and I don't judge humans based off of anything other than their core spirit and who they are as an actual real human being. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. look at your job, your money, your title, what you drive, what you wear, who you are, who you're with. I look at you as a person in your heart, and then I'll judge you based off of that. And which Ninja Turtle is your favorite? Fucking A, dude. <laughs> which, which Ninja Turtle? Yeah, which is your favorite? This, this I have a joke in my act where it says a lot about who you are as a person. Yeah. Really? I say, if Leonardo is your favorite, you were the born leader in your group of friends, That's okay? Funny, yeah. You speak up, you make the plans when plans aren't being decided on. Uh, Donatello, you're kind of the brainiac in the group. Raphael, you're a little bit of an attitude problem. Chances are you're going to be involved in a domestic abuse, abuse case in your 50s. Michelangelo, the party animal, all right? That guy liked to take things up a notch. If he was your favorite, chances are at some point you're going to drink a bottle of Jaeger and take a shit off the neighbor's roof. I'd be Leonardo. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, it's, it sounds right now that you're trying to lead our listeners down their own, down their own journey. 
Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I'm. Well, you say you love. Li- Go ahead. Yeah, I love life. You love life, and I and I want to segue into the story that you told me about the um, uh, cancer. Oh yeah, the well. I mean, the, the very large four-inch, you know, softball on the back of my neck. A tumor. Yeah. yeah. You had a four-inch. You told me this at Calvin. You had a four-inch tumor in the back of your neck. Yes. It w- it was non-cancerous, but if they went in surgically or cut it, they said either you die, you can die, or you're going to be paralyzed. Those were my two options. And when when did this happen? Uh, this happened 2010. I want to say this is after your ayahuasca trip. This was after my ayahuasca journey. What had happened was my liver had reversed into my body and started dumping all my toxins up into my brain, and my body created a natural tumor sac. I know this is going to get pretty descriptive. No, this is awesome. Uh, to uh, grab all the toxins, and I ended up having a uh, softball size tumor on the back of my neck that cocked my whole head into the left side of my shoulder. And when this starts happening, do you know that it's happening because there's a big, fu- like, a lump in the back of your neck? Well, or are you starting I, to get always, headaches? I've or? always had a little, like, a little cyst, as mm-hmm. you would say, on the back of my neck. And I'm not kidding you. It literally went from one night to kind of being sore till I woke up in the morning to this ball. And yeah. it was probably a little bit bigger than a, a golf ball at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit smaller than a golf ball. And it really hurt. And I called my mom. I was like, oh, my God. And the thing just started growing, and I mean, growing by the hour. I mean, it was—I could feel my neck getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Oh, now, shit. does a guy like you go to a hospital, or do you go to See, a shaman, I'm, or a I'm, guy that put crystals on your head? Like, you know, it's kind of funny you say that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the kind of guy to walk into a hospital. Um, I've been to the hospital once in my life, and that was for them to diagnose me with bilateral pneumonia. Told me I pretty much may not live through it, and my mother brought me home and, and nursed me back to health with natural holistic herbs flown in from Thailand. Mm-hmm. in China and stuff like that. So I've always been into the natural holistics my whole entire life. And I you, do not believe in Western medicine or doctors. Well, obviously, I've, when they give you those two options, you're going to be like, fuck that. Let me find a third route. Yeah. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. Western medicine has helped people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not knocking it. Yeah. Just not for me. Okay. Um, but, you know... I chose the natural path, and I started doing Joray, which is a natural light therapy. Uh, a lot of people think it's bullshit, but it worked for me. You know, it's uh, it's the healing through light. Um, it's so. Do you just go in like a tanning bed? No, no. You actually uh, you you go to these people's houses, and they're actually trained in it. And you sit down, and they you know you sit down for about thirty five thirty five minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. and they hold their hands literally. You close your eyes, and they hold their hands about six inches to eight inches above you. And don't ask me why, but it literally feels like they have a blow dryer on the back of your neck because there's so much heat resonating from these people's hands. And that's the white light, they say. They do this visualization where they're sending white light to certain parts of your body and healing. And it got to the point where I, I got in so much pain. I was telling my mom, all right, I'm just ready to cut this thing out. Like I tried to go in the bathroom and stab it with a pen, and like it got so bad. I started going a little loony bins because this was like three and a half, four weeks into me not being able to drive now. Like people were staring at me when I was going in public. How was that? Like I, I got it. You know, I, I instantly. It's not that I, I would ever in a million years judge anybody, but I, you don't know that feeling until you've been there. You know, of people staring at you, and it's like everywhere I look. Like I'd walk into restaurants and people would like put their push their plates away because I'd have this massive like. And it was oh my god, it, dude! It, it looked gnarly. It was black and blue, and my skin was stretched. And so tall. you got it, but also you're looking at people in a in a new light, right? You're like Jesus new, Christ! Like, you're like you're like wow. dude, like you don't even know what I'm dealing with, and you're just like I can't even finish this tartar. 
Pretty much. Because of his... Oh, oh really? You it's might disgusting. die? Oh, God. Uh, well, I didn't disgusting. finish my ravioli. Yeah, I pretty, might die of starvation tonight. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty disgusting. I, that was a whole learning lesson within itself. And it got to the point where, you know, I, I walked in. I was like, all right, schedule the appointment. Let's just try to cut it open. Like they said, they might... You got to a point you were willing to just take a risk on your life because the pain and the overwhelming feeling of just... just every, I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't shower. I had, to, I had to set up a stool in the shower so I could sit down in the shower and let the hot water run on it because that was the only thing that like, took away the pain. So, oh, my God, dude. And it, so then who, so, like, where do you go So when, the, when you're... I when, did go to the yeah. doctor one time to have okay. it looked at, mm-hmm. and they took this, and this is when they told me it was pushing against my spinal cord and it was near my brain and all this you know, fun stuff and... There had just been a case like a week previous to a kid who had the same thing as me and ended up having got paralyzed from the neck down because of it. And like it scared the holy shit out of me. And they're like, well, it's either going to do one or two things. It, could, it might drain back into your body or it might just stay like that permanently for the rest of your life. Fun. I'm like, so you're telling me that I could have this thing for the, They're like, yeah. And, and, then did they offer and any- if we cut it out, it might grow back right away. Yeah. Like. And do they offer any treatment options or just... Uh, yeah, I, I started taking liver detox because mm-hmm. that's when they found out the liver. So I, I was taking different detoxes and I was on a strict... I couldn't smoke weed. I couldn't... Like, because they said the actual carcinogen of the, the smoke because I love smoking blunts and stuff like that. But yeah. I could vape. So I found ways around that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I ate my edibles and stuff like that because it's still good for the body. So yeah. um, they just didn't want any smoke, any unnatural thing to go in my body. I had to do only water and stuff like this. But it's when I went to the Joe Ray. It's when I went and sat down with that lady, and uh, she put her hands over me and started doing um, what she did. And 45 minutes later, it started itching like hell. I mean, really bad. And I started feeling this weird, like, itchy, like, right on one point. And I started feeling a little wet. And she goes, oh, look, it's starting to leak, like, all normal. And I'm like, what, what do you mean it's starting to leak? Like, what? And I, like, she got a napkin and dabbed it and showed me, and it was like, this pussy weird shit on. I was like, oh my God. She goes, okay, I want you to go home right now and just go get in the shower and just relax. So I go home, I get in the shower and I'm letting the hot, hot water and I'm just reaching behind me and I'm just kind of like patting it a little bit. Yeah. And I feel more goo and I'm like, what? No way. And I pushed even more and it hurt, but it felt good a little bit. And I went, no fucking way. Jump out of the shower, butt naked look in the mirror, grab another mirror, and I'm looking at it, and I'm squeezing it. And this is in my whole entire hand, right? And I'm squeezing it. It's still as big as a softball. Yeah, yeah. I'm squeezing it with my whole hand. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a grip on it, like, like you're pumping a tennis ball. Jesus. Like, imagine pumping it. And I see this little thing pop out this little hole and go back in. I was like, what the fuck is that thing? What so is I that? I squeezed harder, and it went out a little more. And I'm like, what? And I was like, fuck it. And I squeezed, and it was like a cork, dude. It went and popped out, and this blood and brown and black shit just started running out of my body and i milked it for like five and a half minutes straight because it felt amazing oh my god it was like popping the best pimple of your life i mean i mean i'm, just, I'm crying like every laughing, eighth grader crying. in the world can relate to I'm that i'm crying yeah. laughing like oh this is fucking amazing and my buddy's in there filming he's like dude what you know i got my There's towel film on of this, this? Time. yeah 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 and oh i've got the film it's can we great. see it uh, not on this uh, yeah i'll bring it in oh, oh man is it fucked up that i want to see that no everybody wants to see it it's literally the gnarliest fucking thing and I'm, I just, I mean, it's squirting out like three feet out of my neck. I mean, I'm milking. It's, it's because at this point you're this you're getting some. You're you know what's happening. You're like I'm pressure. getting pressure. There is literally pre- I can feel pressure in my mm-hmm. neck coming back. And after I went like this and it felt flat again. I went, 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And there's blood. I mean, blood. I a mean, lot. it literally looked like a fucking murder scene, and it was the nastiest smelling shit you've ever had smelled in your life. Um, you know, god, yeah. Well, blood's not good. That's why there's no, never no, like the a, a, a the brown, blood Pinot Grigio. There's toxins in my body that were dumping out too. Oh, it wasn't just the blood. So all the black and brown shit that's running down my back. So I hop in the shower and I turn my neck, and it was the best neck adjustment of my life. It was like, and I was like. Oh, like you know, I holy fucking so, shit! I was like the happiest man in the world. I jumped out of the shower, rolled myself a fat ass blunt. <laughs> Call my mom. I was like, I like caught. Hey, mom, I popped it. She's like, what? What do you mean you popped it? She was screaming, really happy. It was fucking amazing. And you know, I just got a fucking gnarly ass scar now. So. I mean- I, I healed through ble- yeah I know it, it's kind of I mean you had no like you didn't were you concerned about any sort of like alright did I pop something did something like like did I some of the goo slide back down and, and grow another cancer it plant like- it just felt normal to, it felt I could tell my body was telling me it's gonna be okay it was like did you call the lighting people and go yo like no I called them right away and they said we know we know like this is normal the healing for them is normal they, they see this stuff on a daily basis just people and America in general are just so blinded by belief of only Western medicine works. I was going to say, dude, how many cases do you think could have been solved out there of people like in your situation that just didn't uh, didn't know about seeing a, a lighting uh, guider? Or it's not just that; it's the holistic things in this world that. There's a lot of bloody shower scenes that could have gone down and saved people's lives that just it, it didn't hurts. even get that. Yes, it hurts, and that's another thing with the marijuana and and the Eastern medicine, and that's why they're keeping it back because. The pharmaceutical companies want theirs. Everybody wants a piece of theirs. Nobody wants the natural way. Nobody believes. What do you mean? You mean I can go to a lady who I paid $25 to, who I went to two major surgeons at UCLA and other people, and they said, you're going to die from this and be paralyzed this, but yet I go to a cute little lady over in Sepulveda Boulevard for $25. 25 bucks? 25 bucks. $25. And she did sessions on me and healed me. What the fuck? Now you tell me. They they're not in it. Well, for we're the Trojans, moment. so we would have told you right off the bat. Yeah, don't go to UCLA. Yeah, don't go to UCLA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, holy fucking shit! So, all right. So, segueing this into uh, Bloom Farms. I mean, so after that too, healing, weed, holistic, everything is just now so prominent in your life. Yes, very. And that's what Bloom Farms is, is we're, we're a company that is trying to show the world that smoking marijuana is not a bad thing. You know, your businessman, your lawyer, your, your nurse, your mother, your father, your everybody, everyday human being can go home at night and have a puff and not feel bad about it. You know, that's, what we're, that's why our pens look the way they do. That's, They're dope. They're the coolest looking yeah. pens. We want you to feel like it's an elegant way of smoking. It's like you either go home... You go home at night, you have a glass of wine, or do you have a sip off your Bloom Farms highlighter pen? You know, it, it's your so choice. Both. So, or so, both. Yeah, so you want to take the stigma out of just like the sort of Cheech and Chung, like, hey, man. Hey, like, man, yeah, like we're all stoners. Like, we don't take part in any High Times events. We don't take part in any of the stoner dabbing events because that's mm-hmm. not our mentality in life. We're actually a true one-for-one company. Every single pen set and... And refill case that I give away, like to you guys. Yeah. yeah. I give away to you guys. I give, we give a free meal out to a what? family in need. We are a true one-for-one company. Like, like Tom's Shoes. Yes. No, but yes, we are. We, we've give, been in the papers, and we, we, you know, uh, we're working with Marin County Food Bank up north, and we're That's working incredible. with some other people, some no-kill shelters down here, no-kill LA, and a few other places. And, uh, you know, we're really trying to show that, you know,
And I just got a faulty table and a bad hooker from Craigslist. Holy oh. God! Wait, wait. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So Bloom Farm. So you, you, the you saw the ad. These guys. The, this company already existed. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even the. Um, it didn't even say the, the company's name on it when when I eventually. And they said, "Do you like?" pot do you yeah like do you like cannabis lifestyle like you know are you interested in working in the cannabis industry you sent them your bio and said yeah this has actually been a big part of who i am yeah and it's not that i've wanted to work in the industry this is this is me and i'd love to be mm -hmm. a part of this because this is what i've always wanted to show the world i've always wanted the world to feel yeah, the same and, way and, i'm and, feeling and this company is literally me in a, if i were to create a company from the ground up it would be bloom farms yeah, because you. what I'm saying. Cause, yeah. cause, because you're wanting for, and for some people that say like, well, of course, because you just want to get high. But but I would say no, you're 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 not doing this to get high. You were getting high without them. Exactly. You were you were still getting weed without yeah. them. Yeah. I, so yeah. that so that part's relevant. You you wanted to be with them because you enjoy the company, you trust the company, you like their message. Yes. And uh, I mean, they and, have Emerson written on the back. I mean, yeah. And you and you want to come help people. So you said with every uh, refillable cartridge that is sold, you guys give a free meal. Yes, not only just sold, given. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What? Yeah. And uh, who do you give the meals to again? Uh, well, Marin County Food Bank yeah. up north, and we're in the process of now opening. Where our goal is to give away one million meals uh, this year. Jesus, dude. Well, there you go. So even if you're not into weed, I'm sure you're in the fe you're feeding people. Yeah. And, and you have uh, friends that are into weed. Yeah. So there, so there you go. So you would say, because like, again, like we were saying, the, the stigma of just pot of being like dazed and confused, like what's up, man? Fucking Scooby Doo till I die, which mm -hmm. I've said sober, but uh, <laughs> but like this is just a like like you said, like the business guy who like uh, it's making weed what, cooler or just like more acceptable. No, it's making it more acceptable to society because yeah. it is acceptable. It's not. It's nothing bad. I mean, believe it or not, our, the people that mostly get our pens are your local business doctors. I was going to say, what's your biggest demo? Yeah. Calls them down. Oh, teachers, lawyers, doctors, you know, mo mostly 30 and up working individuals. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, I'm not saying young kids. I'm not saying young kids don't go off and don't go buy a Bloom Farms pen. But if you notice, we're not selling pens with 90% THC to try to rip your fucking head off. Mm -hmm. All of our pens are between 50 to 68 to 70. That's the highest one we've done. But it's because we found that that is the perfect level for the user. I was going to say. It's not going to get you too high. I was going to say, and I can attest to this, these pens are the shit. And A, like we said, they look dope. You, you, you pull off the top. You're undressing this pen. It's like, what'd you tell me? It was like an iPhone, opening an iPhone. It's like opening an iPhone. Yeah, dude. You pull off the it top. Is. It's so easy. The pen's just sitting there waiting, like sleeping, being like, wake me up. <laughs> and like the right amount, like, dude, the... Like hitting it throughout the like throughout the day that when I've been on the road like some days I'm like you know when I was in Minnesota I was like I'm gonna go to the Mall of America took the pen with me there you go went to the mall hit it at like reasonable amount like four or five times throughout the hour right and was just had a nice buzz going wasn't fucked up didn't try to rob an orange Julius didn't try to climb the roller coaster <laughs> you know <laughs> I just was chilling I was like maybe I'll see a movie maybe I'll watch these people get in a fight outside of a fountain for another 25 minutes I was very in charge. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that, yeah. that's our mission, is to make you in charge of yourself. All right. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's to help you, allow you to be more in charge of yourself, you know, and be able to medicate wherever you want. You know, if you're a mom and, you know, you're, or if you're around people who are non-smokers or who get offended by the smell or the stench, or if mm -hmm. you don't want to carry a huge sack of weed and a pipe and a lighter around, <laughs> these, these you are perfect. get arrested? Yeah. 
And and not only that, it's a stylist. I mean, come on, you could be on your iPhone and your iPad, and you could be you know ripping away and puffing at the same time. <laughs> Have you seen? Who would you want? Actually, to... people do that all the time with these. Do you yeah. see them out in public? Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. the shit. And it, if, it's I mean... just it's it's just it's very simple. It's discreet. It's not going to stink up Starbucks or any other place. Like, I go to the movies. And these things rock because usually I like to smoke a fatty before a movie. Who doesn't? Yeah, Who sure. doesn't like to go Come see on, a great dude. movie? Star Wars, any of these, you're going to get ripped before yeah. Star Wars 3D. How about not getting ripped the whole time mm-hmm. with one of these? How about remembering the movie? How about not going to see X-Men United and only remembering how Half many Sour Patch Kids you ate right. because you're so fucking baked? This will keep you at a nice, clean, fun high the whole entire time and not have that down crash. Is there somebody, uh, do you know of any uh, famous people that have uh, gotten your pens? I mean, you probably... or. Do you need somebody like that? Like I was saying, like do you need like an Obama or a or yeah, a, we do or you a know, Michael and, Jordan or we, we do we do need and, and you know the the casting calls out you know anybody who feels or thinks they would be a you know a good face to Bloom Farms please by all means right. let, let us know the website is www.getbloomfarms.com. That is correct. Or Bloom underscore Farms at Instagram. Because if you're not if you're not like Brad or I who have the dope hookup, like how do you go? How do you go get this uh, a website we, just straight up where you uh, that website will kind of allow you to find dispensaries where Bloom Farms products are, but we are located in many, 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 if not almost all the pre ICO Prop D dispensaries in the greater Los Angeles, awesome. San Diego, Orange County mm-hmm. uh, delivery services. We're pretty much everywhere in, in Los Angeles yeah. County now because we're not telling people to break the law if it's not legal in your state. And no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 we're no, not no. saying that. No, not at all. Okay. We, you know, the Bloom Farms is a California cannabis company. Okay. You know, we're not telling you to go, you know, go off and sell this stuff in other states and stuff like that. By all means, no way, no how. You know, and that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. You know, we are huge about the legalities and, and doing it the right way and not putting that bad name on cannabis right, and that thuggetry or whatever yeah, you want to call you, it. Because you know that the, that the people that want to keep weed not legal, they like to show uh, the worst parts of weed. They and like to show... They're looking for somebody yeah. to do that one... They're, they're looking for that one guy to slip up. You know, they're looking... They want, they want someone to, like, get high and then kill their kids and then blame it on the weed. Yeah, that, that ain't happening, but yeah. 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 No. I mean, well, not to sound like a commercial, but I just ripped into my newest <laughs> Bloom Farms all-natural CO2 cannabis oil pen. Yeah. And, um, well, is cannabis oil illegal? The oil? Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Now, now, only if it's CO2 extracted. Now, BHO, extracted oil, is what all these kids, like, they just uh, found that, you know, the honey extraction facility. Yeah. I can't remember where that was. They just found it about a few days ago. The guys had their whole entire house converted. They I think it was thousands. in Winnie the Pooh's cave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's where it was. <laughs> and they had thousands of cans. Which sounds like a great, if you're a drug dealer and you're going to name your, like, that you know, would be actually your great. den or your dispensary. The honey. The honey. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Pooh's Corner. So, yeah. yeah where if, are you going? If you're 100 sick. Acre Wood, man. 100 <laughs> Acre Wood. 100 Acre Wood. I might not yeah. come back. I'll tell you that. 100 Acre Woods. <laughs> Or that's some like really bad gay porn you're walking into. <laughs> uh, what is, what flavor is this? Uh, that is the Skywalker. That is Skywalker OG. Well, Brad, I feel like you should be sick on this. I brought, you, I brought you Girl Scout cookies, mango kush, and pineapple kush as well. Oh, is there Oreo cookie blizzard in there? Yeah, yeah. Just combine them all. Uh, <laughs> how I, do you, got, I got the mango. So how do you even? I'll be get, trying that. How do you even uh, get these flavors in there? Um, these are actually, we don't flavor any of our stuff. These are actually natural strains. These are called strain specifics or single origins. Uh, the mango kush is from Garberville, California. It is the actual mango kush strain. 
And the way we extract our products is it's extracted through pressure. It's a subcritical extraction process and a supercritical extraction process. Um, pretty much we use lots and lots and lots of pressure for layman's terms to squeeze all the yumminess, all the honey, right out of that nug and put it into this little <laughs> tank. It gets way more complicated than that. But I'm in sure layman's terms, yeah. we're using pressure to extract. We're not using a BHO or a solvent. We're using a natural. So therefore, it is not, it's not a processing you're just taking out what's already there. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's like an essential oil. It's the same way they make essential oils. Did you just being a, an intelligent human being on this earth? Do you like do you absorb and learn shit um, easier than others? Would you say, or did you already like what what you just spoke about? You were very articulate about, and I'm curious. Like, did you did somebody explain that to you, and you took it in once, or did you do you, do you discover things on your own because you're just a curious? And focus person now it's a, because it's of, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's a little bit of just my own curiosity and just being around the right people and asking all the questions and just literally indulging myself into this industry. You ask a lot of questions, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's imperative of any business, would you say? I believe in every single part of life. Why would you not want to know as much as you can? Ask as many questions as you can until people say shut up. That's my motto. Why would you want to be the <laughs> smartest person? <laughs> yeah, seriously, why not? Yeah, why not just keep asking? Just keep finding, keep there. If you think you can obtain all the knowledge in the universe, you're a freaking idiot. I mean, it's, it's so huge. It is so gargantuanly massive. So why not keep asking the damn question? You can't ask enough questions. I got so many questions for you, which is why we're going to have to do another podcast. Yeah, at some I would point. love yeah. to. Part but, two. Um, we got a, just about three or four more minutes. Part two. But, yeah, but I want to know, like, <laughs> what, what pumps you? After coming out of an ayahuasca trip, um, and uh, or would you even say trip? Journey. Journey, right? yeah, okay. it's not a trip. I was going to say, like, is that almost like, like, is there a fault? Can you offend an ayahuascan for, like, by miss, um, you know, speaking on no, there? No, not really. Like, if somebody's like, Sounds so like when you got back from your fucking vacay, <laughs> are you like, hey, dude, you don't even know. I talked to a tree, motherfucker. Did you do that at Disneyland? <laughs> well, maybe you did because Disneyland is a magical Disneyland place. Yeah, magical. Yeah, yeah, and they have talking that, trees. That, Bad example. Yeah, right. All right. When you went to TGI Fridays, yeah. did you talk to the fucking no, clam chowder? No. No. Or did you talk to the bartender about uh, about college basketball for four hours? Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. That's bad. So, like, what pumps you about uh, the world, man? Like, right now, like, what – now that you've integrated yourself back into society um, very well – and you have a business, and you're fucking, dude. You're fun to be around. You're like, you're upbeat. You got dope tattoos. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, like, what, like, what about Maddie on a daily basis? Are you just like pumped about? To tell you the truth, um, every single morning or day when people ask me how I'm doing, it's the same single answer that will be for the rest of my life, and that's I woke up this morning. That's it. I'm happy. I'm pumped to be alive. All right. That is my motivation in life. I love fucking living. I bite into a burger, I close my eyes, and I take in every fucking second of that bite because I'm enjoying that taste, that flavor. When I'm watching a movie, I'm soaking in every color, every single sound. When I'm driving down the road, I'm taking in the birds, the bees, the sound of my car, the engine, the air in my hair. I'm living. That's what makes me pumped about life. That's what ayahuasca taught me is to enjoy the little things in life because guess what? In two fucking seconds, you can be gone. Yeah, and you literally. almost were, man. I mean, yeah. like that. No, that, literally. And it can come so quick and so fast that you will just. Dude, a lightning bolt could come through this window. We could get hit by a bus. I could walk out this door and fall off the balcony and break my neck. Yada yada, whatever. You I could sleepwalk into my into my uh, my apartment it, it, complex it, pool in the middle of the night and still think I'm exactly. going down on Katy Perry and start just like trying to breathe underwater. And then you're fucked. <laughs> 
but so, no, but then ask yourself, really, like, ask yourself one question. If I were to die tomorrow, would I be really, really happy with what I'm doing right in this very moment in second? Can and I, that's the question you have to ask yourself. Well, I can answer that. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting a Skywalker pen <laughs> from fucking Bloom Farms. <laughs> so right. I'm pumped. So, yeah. it, so you, heard, you heard it here first. Enjoy and appreciate the little things, which I heard as go out and fuck a dwarf. <laughs> Oh, good night, everybody. Ring the bell. <laughs> uh, Maddie, you're coming back for part two. Part two is That was amazing. Locked in. That was amazing. Awesome. You're coming back. Awesome. Rock I love you. So, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice.